Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Nurtured Heart Approach November podcast. I'm Katherine Stafford. I'm a licensed clinical social worker in private practice in Mill Creek, Washington. And I am also a Nurtured Heart Approach advanced, advanced trainer, counselor, and author. I'm joining you on the air today with my friend Howard Glasser, who is creator of the Nurtured Heart Approach and chairman of the Children's Success Foundation. Hello, Howie. Hi there, Katherine. How are you today? I'm having a hard time not saying good morning, so I'm being very intentional about that. I'm I'm great. Thanks so much for asking. How are you? I am great. I've had a lovely weekend, and I am excited for today's show. And um, and uh, this is a very special uh, a realm of uh, uh, use of the approach, which you'll explain in a minute, I'm sure. And um, and I know this guest uh, for a long time, and I mm. know he has some wisdom to share, so I'm excited. Fantastic. I'm I'm looking forward to getting to know him as well because somehow I don't know our guest. Before we jump into introducing him, and I'm excited to do that, last month when we chatted, you were just arriving in Chico, and so I'm wondering how Chico went and what have you been up to the last month in your Nurtured Heart Adventures? Um, my Nurtured Heart Adventures? <laughs> right. Chico uh, it was quite an adventure. I, I felt like... Um, Something is going on there that exemplifies what's possible. Um, mm. I feel like feel like it's it's uh, a town that's the perfect size that you know for some reason related to who the people are and uh, their greatness and uh, what they were ready for. Uh, Nurtured Heart has. Uh, not only landed, but it's created its own buzz. And um, there are many people now who lend themselves to a growing level of, you know, buzz in the best co- possible way. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I felt um, very, uh, very much the recipient of that celebration. Um, that the approach seems to found, have found its way strongly into this whole town. So it seems, or a good portion of it, and a growing portion of it, and surrounding areas, and it, it, and I have every reason to believe that it's been very helpful. So mm-hmm. uh, I am, I couldn't be more excited about that for for, for that region and and for um, all the children who and adults who benefit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love your phrase, exemplifies what's possible. That's a particularly wonderful segue to our guest today. Um, And so let's just go ahead and introduce him. Today we're going to talk with um, Brian Forney, and he's going to talk to us about, I guess, what's possible with Nurtured Heart Approach and foster care. Brian Forney, who has a bunch of letters after his name, looks like licensed clinical social worker or something like that, serves as the executive director of Focus on Youth um, in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's a faith-based foster care, adoption, and behavioral health care agency for children and families. He's been with Focus on Youth since 2001, having served previously in other organizations as a community-based therapist, clinical director, 
residential treatment counselor and several years as a youth minister in his church. Brian is an advanced trainer of the Nurture Heart Approach and has been teaching this approach to foster parents, staff, and community since 2007. He and his wife, Carrie, have two children, ages 12 and 9. Hello, Brian, and thanks so much for joining us. Hello, Catherine, and hello, Howie. Uh, so glad to be a part of the show today. So I'm going to go ahead and piggyback. Oh, go, sorry, Howie, go ahead. Oh, I was just I was just going 12 and 9, really? It's been a long time. It, yes, yes. It uh it catches me off guard too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yes, my children are 12 and 9 now. And uh when I really got serious about the nurtured heart approach personally was um when my daughter was about 3. So so that's been mm-hmm. uh you know, that's been about 6 6 and a half years now. Hmm. I love it. I love it, and I and and I'm very um, I'm very personally um, I'm not personally involved with Focus on Youth, but I feel personally involved because uh, I I had the honor of uh, visiting there and mm-hmm. and being there at a particular moment in time that was uh, very exciting at one of your uh, gala events and meeting many of your families. Um, uh, so and I'd love to hear. We, we were so honored for you to come and spend some time with us then. It's still a highlight that Howard Glasser was at our event. <laughs> well, uh, let's make it happen that I'll be back. I, I would love to, um, I love that you're a director now. I've known many predecessors and, uh, are a few, and I've known, um, several of your colleagues along the way, and i just the most honorable people and the most honorable organization that's so striving to do um to serve your community and um you know Brian here's a segue is for me is is last weekend last Sunday in fact uh I was talking to um a friend of a friend who was who I was meeting for the first time and I was hearing that she and her husband had adopted and that she knew my she knew transforming the difficult child by way of having had a six year old who was extremely intense who was you know um uh a kid who was uh, i believe um a crack cocaine baby who was um you know struggling in all kinds of ways and um i it was only after five minutes of discussion that I came to find out that she had, um, unfortunately, she and her husband felt like they had to, uh, they couldn't go forward. They couldn't, they, it was unbearable to them. And, and they, she, she she kind of, uh, whatever she learned about nurtured heart approach was too little, too late. Now, in contrast, and to me that's so sad because, you know, here's a person, whether it's by way of her faith or by way of her commitment or by way of her wanting her own family, uh, came to foster care with the best of intentions, and um, and there goes yet another candidate of somebody who's clearly smart, resourceful, etc., a loving parent. Um, mm. And I think that happens way too often in contrast when I was at your event, I met quite a few people who went from one or one or two foster children. I met people who had six, seven, eight, nine foster kids. Am I 
Was that my imagination, or is it something you can do in your agency because you've been able to bring people into seeing how they can help these kids uh, to be successful? Well, it, it wasn't your imagination. There are definitely, we have a number of wonderful families. Um, and some of our families work with, you know, smaller numbers of children. You know, they'll have um, one or two uh, children that they take care of that are, you know, in foster care. But we do have a number of families that uh, just amaze me with um, with their ability to parent, as you said, seven, eight, nine children. And, um and I think that um, you know the the only way to do that, in my opinion, is uh, um, through you know uh, supernatural strength and um, um, you know kind of a divine intervention, and then um, using tools um, like the nurtured heart approach, which really has been uh, helpful to our families. Um, there's there's no question about it. And we have some families that have been uh, with us for. Um, you know, since the beginning of the agency 23 years ago, who have pointed directly to the nurtured heart approach as being a, um, you know, a significant um, game changer, if you will, for them in terms of um, how it has helped them in parenting, you know, some some kids who do come with some uh, pretty significant issues um, and, uh, you know, a, a lot of trauma uh, background and trauma issues that that impact them, and and um, our families have been um, who who have utilized the nurtured heart approach um, by and large have have been able to really help uh, stabilize the kids and um, and help them to be successful. Uh, I I could keep going, Catherine, but you jump in when you want to. I. I, I mean, the follow-up question to me is once you are able, and maybe you could say how you get people to see things through these new eyes and to have the, you know, nurtured heart approach, for instance, is one of their tools. Um, once they, has it impacted the, uh, um, the magnitude of the, you know, what I consider a, a national problem of broken placement? Has it, have you seen that these very tougher, uh, more intense kids can consistently, reliably be handled and contained, you know, um, like helped? Or do you, do you still see them blowing out of placement? Well, I mean, um, you know, the, our agency as well as a number of, you know, every agency that works with kids that are in foster care, um, uh, you know, has, unfortunately, there are times that um, kids do disrupt from their placements. But what I can tell you is this. When we uh, when we first started utilizing the Nurtured Heart Approach, um, we were about a, a year into it, and or about two years into it, really. We had started utilizing it in 2005 at, at Focus on Youth, and about two years into it, we said, you know, we think we're seeing some results. Uh, we think this is good, but let's let's look at, you know, some data to see if we really are getting the results that we we think we are. And we we looked at two two pieces of data. One was we sat down and said, okay, 
at a particular point in time, who do we collectively um, believe were our four to five um, toughest kids? And, uh, you know, that had more challenging issues, uh, more behavioral type incidents that were documented. And so we, we came up with a list and then we looked at what are called, you know, incident reports. It's the number of behavioral incidents that were documented for those kids. Uh, we looked at three months prior to their parents being trained in the nurtured heart approach and then three months after. And um, and for each month, and the the numbers significantly decreased, hmm. which we you know which we thought was amazing. The other piece that we looked at was the our what we called disruption rate, um, you know, which is you know what we refer to when uh, when parents are no longer uh, feel like they're able to parent a child and and say that they're going to need to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Our disruption rate for the two years um, following the implementation of the Nurtured Heart Approach uh, was the lowest that it had ever been in the history of Focus on Youth, wow. which was which was amazing. Now, we, we haven't done um, – there's we need to look at more data. Um, uh, we haven't done a whole lot of that since then, um, and it's an area that, that I'm really interested in us um, continuing to do is to you know collect data on these types of things, but I know that um, we were amazed to see that, and we were really pleased to see that um, you know two years into utilizing the nurtured heart approach. Can you tell us a little bit like the the demographic of who's coming to your agency? You know, I'm assuming it's kind of birthed through you know 18 maybe, and then also how are you bringing the nurtured heart approach into your agency, who's being trained, how is that happening? I'm seeing mental health and foster and adoption. Can you explain sure. that a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, so the uh, the demographic is, like you said, it's um, zero to 18. Um, so we have, um, you know, we do have children that come to us um, from the hospital, mm-hmm. and we have children that are that are 18 and in some cases even older than that if they're still in high school. Um, so pretty pretty broad range. The majority of our children fall within the you know five to eleven age range. Um, in terms of how we have brought it into our agency and how we've implemented it, um, when we first started, our um, our the way that we rolled this out was basically to teach all of our parents and all of our staff. And so we, you know, we developed a plan to to make sure that within a year's time, everybody had been trained in the nurtured heart approach. Um, we, about a year after, or a year or two after we had started doing that, we sat down and said, you know, what's missing? What what do we need to do to to take this a step further? And what we realized was that we we really didn't have um, much of a follow up beyond just an initial training uh, to to train staff and and then um, also our parents. And so we developed a, uh, what we call our Nurtured Heart Committee. And it's a group of, uh, uh, you know, staff from different points in our agency. And um, we look at ways that we can integrate the Nurtured Heart approach into essentially the, you know, all fabric, every piece of our agency, you know, just so that there's a, 
there's a real cultural shift that happens. It's not just a, a class that we teach. Um, and so with that, we have um, a number of fun things um, that we do as an agency, um, a number of things that, that I think make a real difference. Um, we have, uh, uh, you know, a variety of ways that we give recognition to staff, that we give recognition to our parents. Um, we have uh, in our monthly newsletter, we have a Nurtured Heart Corner that we have, a you know, an article that we write about different aspects of the Nurtured Heart approach. We also have a Nurtured Heart Moment um, board in our um, uh, main cubicle area that staff can write uh, notes of recognition to each other. Um, and then in our newsletter, we're able to write notes of recognition to parents and to kids. Um, uh, there is a um, every leadership team meeting that we have, we start out by, um, uh, as a leadership team, recognizing um, various staff members. And then we also spend our first uh, several minutes in our leadership team meeting celebrating our successes. So we say, let's mm. start with this. Let's let's um, talk about everything that's going well. And um, uh, I think it makes a real difference. I mean, um, uh, we have heard or I hear all the time from college interns who come to our agency for their internship as well as um, – people that we employ who have come from other organizations uh, say repeatedly, there is something very different about this agency. Um, mm -hmm. It's uh, love being here, the, the level of support that is here, the level of teamwork, the just that the general positive feeling that I feel um, and energy that I feel is uh, very different from other places that I've been. And, um, you know, I really, I, I really do credit, um, the impact of the nurtured heart approach for for that. Um, we have uh, what we call niche, nurtured heart mentors. So when we hire staff um, or bring an intern on, they're assigned a person who um, who meets with them, gets to know them uh, a little bit, and you know is able to talk with them about you know who we are as an agency, what what our culture is like, and within that, talk about um, before they get the training, you know, here's what the Nurtured Heart Approach is all about, and this is something that's important to us as an agency. Um, and then through their getting to know that person, then at the next staff meeting, they have the opportunity to to introduce this new person to the rest of the staff and to talk about, you know, uh, you know, the the great things that they see in this person uh, and the time well, that they've got. So I imagine that's a hard. That's a, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say those are uh, those are different ways that we um, that we integrate the approach um, at our agency. Uh, we, um, in addition to doing the um, the training, the you know the the um, the base training, um, which we make sure that all of our staff, all of our interns, and all of our foster parents receive, we also have started doing uh, monthly webinars. Um, for foster parents as well as staff that they can, um, you know, that we can focus on, uh, you know, on more specific aspects or, you know, just different areas. Um, uh, an example of, of that is we've talked about in our monthly webinars, here's, you know, um, uh, here's ways that you can leak negativity without, without 
realizing you're doing it. Um, here are reasons why the nurtured heart approach is really great for kids that have trauma histories. Um, and uh, and those webinars, I think, have been have been really good for our agency. Can you can you talk a little bit, Brian, uh, if you would, about the what you see um, uh, in in the child's responses to um, being recognized, you know, at this level? I mean, uh, once you know. Um, Maybe it should be said because maybe there's uh, not everybody on this call is is a longstanding fan of of this approach, um, and we're talking about it as if you know it's it's a given. Um, sure. Uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe one thing I could say here is that nurture, nurture, our references to this approach are it's a way of of um, talking to a child that will hopefully help them to feel deeply appreciated, deeply seen, meaningful, valued. Um, and it's a way of escaping the trap of uh, a lot of normal uh, approaches, well-intended normal mm -hmm. approaches that, that you know, hold stock in talking to kids uh, teaching important lessons in the midst of problems and, and winding up sometimes conveying to kids energetically, giving 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 kids an energetic impression that that we actually show up better as adults when there are problems. Nurtured heart is is an attempt to purposefully intentionally show up at a very high level um, in, in uh, when kids are successful and to have a very just uh, streamlined and effective response, you know, consequence when something goes wrong and to teach all the lessons when things are going right. So, um, you know, given that kids are arriving, Brian, um, to your agency and, and they most likely had very different prior um, interactions with people, what do you see in their reactions? Well, I think that um uh I think that you know a lot of them th this is something that they're not used to. Um uh, they're they're not used to um uh adults in their lives interacting with them uh the way that um you know that the nurtured heart approach uh really teaches us to do. I I think that um the uh What's on my heart to share, especially with regards to your question, is understanding that the the kids that come to us um, come with trauma histories, mm -hmm. and you know, an an area of focus in our our field, um, especially right now, um, you know, at the field of foster care and mental health treatment, is on how to have trauma informed. Um, you know, a, approach to interacting and engaging with um, with the kids and, and understanding the impact that trauma has on their development and um, and how that impacts um, you know all kinds of things, their behavior and their ability to attach and uh, and engage and um, and I think that the nurtured heart approach is a perfect fit 
for kids that do have trauma histories. Um, you know, in thinking about how their brains are wired or become wired through their trauma exposure to go into that fight-or-flight mode so easily. Um, and, you know, with with um, with loud voices, you know, raised voices, um, you know, uh, angry eyes, you know, the, the, the types of responses we typically have when we become upset at, at behavior that we don't like, um, our kids are so easily triggered by those things, and it, it doesn't take much. Even questioning a child, um, you know, over why did you do this, what were you thinking, can really trigger our kids quite easily into that fight-or-flight mode, at which point it's all over. You know, they become dysregulated, they shut you down, they um they're ready for a fight and and you know you've really um kind of lost before you've even had a chance to to know what to do and and i think that the nurtured heart approach is is such an effective tool for for engaging kids in a way that that doesn't give them reason to um to get triggered um into that fight or flight mode um I think about how much kids with trauma histories need um, structure and predictability, which is, um, again, to, a hallmark of what the Nurtured Heart Approach is all about, um, that, that clarity that, that it brings um, is, um, is good for our kids. And, um, and so I think that, especially with kids with trauma histories, the, our ultimate goal the, the thing we're trying to help restore for them is a feeling of safety, um, you know, emotional safety, psychological safety, physical safety. And the uh, the nurtured heart approach um, is a great way to help that, you know, restore that sense of safety for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, our kids are, um, their response is, is like any, um, it varies. Um, you know, some kids um, some kids need more time to trust it, um, to to trust that uh, that they can you know believe what they're hearing and believe what they're saying. Um, right. But um, but we've got um, some amazing stories of kids who were, for lack of a better word, um, just blowing out of placements everywhere and came into um, homes um, with us that were utilizing the Nurtured Heart Approach that just were able to make that shift um, where they, they were able to, um, to, to regulate and to stabilize. And, um, uh, and it's, been, it's, it's been amazing to see when that happens. That's so exciting. You know, I, um, I'm... I'm very glad to hear that um, you're seeing it come through that for some kids a necessary testing phase where it's, it's you know, this new way of being is like being on a different planet and they, they don't trust it and then they get to the other side and, and mm-hmm. using the word um, uh, regulated and, um, and uh, get to a stable place. And uh, I, I just... I love to think that these kids can emerge into a, a, a life that that's not trauma based 
going forward that's not replicating, you know, uh, patterns that that lead pain and suffering. Mm. Yeah, it is exciting, and it's um, and it's wonderful to you know to experience when when that happens. Um, you, you, have- you know, it's it, it's funny. Um, not funny might not be the right word, but um, we were really excited to see at a statewide um, meeting uh, on you know the importance of uh, trauma informed care practices and approaches with kids. Um, there, the person who was presenting was um, saying all kinds of things that just were so. Um, uh, it was the nurtured heart approach. Um, hmm. Not he wasn't using the the language necessarily, but that's what it was. And our our training manager Alicia, who's coming to the CTI in January. She um, she approached him afterwards and said, "Do you um, realize that that's um, we utilized that? It's called the nurtured heart approach. Have you ever heard of it?" And um, he hadn't, but that's what he was talking about, and uh, it was uh, it was it was exciting to see. How did your well, agency come to find it? How I'm sorry, how I was going to ask how the agency came to discover nurtured heart approach. Were you guys out seeking something to get a different outcome? Did it stumble upon you? How did how did that start? I, Sure, I would say it was more uh, stumbled upon us in a way. Um, so, uh, so Kim, who who Howie knows, Kim was um, our clinical director, and um, uh, Arloa, who was our training uh, manager here at, at Focus, they um, you know received a, a flyer about the nurtured heart approach. You know, the six hour training, and Howard was coming to Cincinnati, and um, it. Um, actually, earlier than that, it was actually mm. more like 2005. Okay. And uh, um, and so just the the brief write up on it intrigued them. They said, "I this sounds like a philosophy that coincides well with what we're about here at Focus." And um, so they uh, they went uh, to the one day and said, "Wow, this is this is." going to be great. We need to um implement this. They um they came and talked with Cindy, who was our executive director. She founded the agency and she uh, just retired in June. Um and they talked with her and she said, "I'm on board. Go get get trained as, you know, uh in the advanced training and um and let's get that started here." So, that happened um that happened back in 2005. And I think um you know, it just our it coincided well with uh with a, a basic philosophy that we already had as an agency and and Cindy really needs to get the credit for that you know because she founded the agency and her goal in in founding it was to create an agency that you know really worked with the tough kids and 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 really had a philosophy of you know not giving up on them and seeing through and past the behaviors into you know what um what was underneath and um uh and you know with the goal of minimizing the the disruptions that happened in these kids' lives so that they could stabilize in in homes and and stay there so um so that's really what what drove us to even start as an agency and and um uh you know really looking at um 
you know, just in our policies, we we talked from the beginning about um, how we want to stress praise versus, you know, and not punishment. And and so um, this just really fit well with what we were uh, already about as an agency. Mm. What was your position uh, back then? So, so kind of like what I was saying about Chico, California, they were mm-hmm. they had they had a, an underlying philosophy that was um, primed, you know, mm-hmm. that was uh, uh, Cindy Cindy uh, exemplified every bit of that positiveness, um, and and I'm so glad this gave her the ability to maybe. Maybe the the thing that the structure of Nurtured Heart gave her was the ability to convey it to other people more consistently. Mm-hmm. By mm-hmm. like that, and you encountered at the statewide uh, presentation, um, you know this. You know it's it's not an it's 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 you know obviously I didn't invent praise and appreciation. And and it it makes total sense to me that people come to it in their own ways and mm-hmm. design. And I I feel like I've met a bunch of people who are truly deeply um, appreciative uh, in their mannerism, in their ways all along. Sometimes the advantage the approach gives is just simply being able to to go, aha, this is the package. This mm-hmm. has that I can now explain to staff in a in a coherent way and, and and in a way that helps them to launch instead of it being you know sometimes our uh, you know I was listening to somebody the other day who was truly a positive person but they were saying what they were saying in a in a in a somewhat vacuous way a somewhat uh, uh, um, in a way that didn't quite land. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, all I could tell is, yes, she's a fan of being positive, but I have no idea what it is that she does. Uh, right. As opposed right. No, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Howie. I was just going to say, no, I agree with you 100%. And, um, and you know, and, and just to, to clarify, I think that, you know, that is – that's very true for, you know, for us, um, our history as an agency and, you know, and even the, the person that I was referring to, um, that, you know, there's, there's aspects of it that, that, um, you know, that they believed in, but they may not have been able to put words to it or Mm -hmm. it didn't, you know, not look, you know, exactly with the specificity that I think the nurtured heart approach brings out. I mean, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think the nurtured heart is truly a unique, um, approach with um, you know um, with whoever kids families marriages um, but um, you know so I'm, I agree with you with what you're saying. Can I ask one more question, Catherine? I know I'm hiding. Of course, the, you may. So the, the, the uh, once upon a time, I was in conversation with some. Um, uh, of the leaders of in child welfare in, in Los Angeles, and they were explaining to me that they had a very large problem uh, of kids aging out of the system poorly, kids who are um, in foster care, not necessarily getting their needs met. And they were looking at, 
you know, how, how in the world do we um, have an impact on on this situation where, you know, a third, they, they gave me some very rough figures where, let's say, a third of the kids wind up in prisons and a third of the kids wind up homeless. And, and, and they, these children, by and large, become a burden to society as, you know, and they were looking at the expense of, of extending benefits um, to the children with 21 as if that would would be the game changer, and they kind of sensed it wasn't. And they, the reason they were talking to me is they had met, uh, they had a, they were part of a meeting where two of the agencies out there were apparently had found their way to Nurtured Heart Approach. So, you know, uh, Brian's been at this a long time, and and I wonder. Uh, if you're in, if you're seeing something different, if you're seeing uh, so do these kids leave foster care at 18 and still age out of the system poorly, or are you seeing um, inc- uh, outcomes that are, are more hopeful? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a great question, Howie. Um, you know, we so let me just say that we. Um, we, as an agency, what I would really like to see us do is notch it up in terms of our uh, um, doing more studies and especially longitudinal studies, which would be uh, fantastic. I, I don't know that I can answer that for you um, really clearly in terms of the kids that we have that are aging out and that have been exposed to the nurtured heart approach. Um, would they fare better? Um, I don't have um, I don't have the data for you to give on that. But I think that um, my, you know, my suspicion would be, yes, I mean, if they have a measure of the inner wealth um, that that is building up in them, um, that they become clearer about who they are and um, what they provide and, and uh, the greatness inside of them, then certainly I you know, I would think that the results would be um, where they have a more sure footing in in uh, society. Um, but I, I just don't know. I know that, um, not to derail the conversation too much, but I know that right now, just as a as a state, we're actually looking at doing really pushing uh, for the same type of um, legislation that it looks like. California was wanting, which is to extend uh, the age of foster care to 21, if possible, mm-hmm. just uh, to help help provide greater stability for them, help uh, help them have an opportunity to, um, uh, you know, to get the, you know, the education and the development um, needs met, um, so that when they um, you know, so that at 21, hopefully they have a uh, a better chance because those those statistics that you cited are um, are very real. Um, there is a, a really high percentage of kids that age out that end up homeless or um, um, incarcerated, and um, and it's a real problem. So, so what you've done is inspire me to um, to start doing some more longitudinal type study like that. Have you been discovered by the state? Have, has focus on youth been, you know, um, noticed 
by the powers that be? <laughs> well, I know that with the um, uh, the so in Ohio, we work primarily with um, uh, there's four counties, local county children's service agencies in Southwest Ohio that we uh, do most of our work with, and um, the uh, every chance we get, we we talk with them about the nurtured heart approach, and they love hearing about it. And um, our feedback from them in terms of working with us um, has is consistently good. I'm looking at the time, Brian, and I, I'm, I'm just taking all of your juiciness in here with this fantastic conversation. I'm wondering about the mental health piece. I know that's part of your agency from looking at this, the, the mental health sure. diagnoses, the labels, the, the medication. Have you guys been tracking that difference post-nurtured heart? Um, no, not as much. Again, um, not uh, that that's an area that, that uh, we need to notch up or I would like for us to notch up is um, – uh um doing more intentional type studies um the all of our therapists are trained in the nurtured heart approach mm -hmm. and uh utilize it in uh the treatment that they have with uh with the kids um and the families um what has been uh to me exciting to see as we um expand our mental health uh program uh, further into the community, uh, we most of our focus with our mental health treatment has been with the kids in our foster care program, but we've been able mm -hmm. to expand in the last few years. And what's been exciting to see has been um, an increasing number of uh, families from the community who are coming to us that we have the opportunity to talk with them about this approach. And they've been, um, you know, uh, several of them have uh, either you know, gotten a, a book, the Transforming the Difficult Child book, or they've, mm -hmm. uh, in some cases, will attend our uh, training that we offer, um, which has been exciting. So you do open up your trainings to community beyond the kids who are involved in your agency. It's open to whoever wants to show up? Yes, in yes. Theory? And wow. so, so that's been, uh, that's been exciting. We've had... Uh, 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 in a few different cases, we've had uh, birth families that have come um, that with kids that have been connected with our foster care program. They've come to our training, and that's been exciting. Uh, mm -hmm. We've also had, um, you know, families, you know, general families from the community. Uh, we had one of our um, local county uh, uh uh, Board of Developmental Disabilities. There, um, I had the opportunity to train their entire program, uh, their wow. entire uh, staff, as well as their early intervention staff, um, and uh, uh, that was that was fun. Has, has so, any, kind of like a Chico. Go ahead, Howie. Has any has any of the schools uh, that your kids attend um, uh, come forward and ask? for, uh, you know, what are you doing? You know, can mm -hmm. you help us? Um, not as much yet. I mean, most of that work uh, takes place on a more, has so far taken place on a more individual level, um, uh, you know, with a, you know, a child that's in a classroom and, you know, the foster parents or, you know, our youth specialists have had the opportunity to, in some cases, to talk with the, the that particular teacher about, you know, what the nurtured heart approach looks like and 
um, ways that they might be able to integrate that in more. Uh, but uh, so far, we have not had as much of, um, you know, entire schools that have come to us. We have, though, which I was excited to do. Um, we we do a, a uh, we're we do a number of things connected with um, the local church community in the area, and uh, we had a, a really large um, community church uh, in Cincinnati that asked me to come in and meet with all of their um, uh, all of their uh, volunteers and staff working with their children's program. And uh, they really wanted to be a church that was supportive um, of kids that had more intense needs. And so they asked me to come in and um, talk with them about the Nurtured Heart Approach and, and just give a, you know, it was about an hour and a half overview of, of uh, what it is and um, understanding, uh, you know, um, y- you know, everything related to relationship and energy. And um, so that was exciting to do. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it? It's been a good fit for your faith-based agency. Has there been any, any, uh, you know, uh, back and forth on that, or has it just been smooth? Well, um, I think for the for the most part, it's um, it's been really good. Um, you know, the uh, the majority of families that. Um, come to be licensed with us as foster parents, um, have a similar faith background. And, um, you know, it, not every family, every family becomes trained in the Nurtured Heart Approach, and there's varying levels of uh, receptivity to it. But um, the uh, uh, there there's never really been any, it seems to blend very well. Um, and I even have a, a, a class that... Um, there, there is a class that I have taught where we talk about, um, you know, just different ways to, you know, experiential recognition. And we talk about, um, in our faith, there's, uh, we believe in the, the fruits of what we call the fruits of the spirit. Like here's the evidence mm-hmm. that, that God's spirit is working in your life, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And how, you know, seeing when you see those, qualities in your kids you know what a great mm-hmm. opportunity to recognize them and even connect it to um to the faith piece so, mm-hmm. so wow I think it blends very well it's such a beautiful segue to pull in that fruits of the spirit piece i love i love that you just said that i'm going to stop just for a moment and let people know that um any listener who wants to become a follower of the nurture heart approach channel on blog talk radio can do so um, through blogtalkradio.com backslash Nurtured Heart Approach channel where all of the archived podcasts are archived. Um, If you're interested in becoming a certified Nurtured Heart Approach trainer, I encourage you to consider attending one of the upcoming certification training intensive week-long trainings. We have both Tucson coming up in January and Australia coming up in February. Both are accepting registration, and it really is a life-changing week that promises not to disappoint. Um, All the information about trainings can be found on the childrensuccessfoundation.com website um, and clicking on the training tab. All right, sorry about that. I had to do a little commercial, and now back to you, Brian. I am so impressed. You really are an example of what's possible um, with foster care, and it's, it's so thrilling to think about all that you're doing in, in Ohio, and I, I have no doubt that if we checked in with you in a couple more years or you know, beyond that, this is going to be probably at the statewide you know, big level out in your area of the, of the country. Oh, well, thank you, Catherine. 
Mr. I'll tell you, it's been it's been my pleasure to be a part of uh, um, of everything here today, and to have the opportunity to to come and talk about um, foster care and talk about what um, what we're doing at Focus on Youth, um, and you know just to have time to to spend with you and Howie is is definitely an honor. And I, if I can, just real quickly, I'll just say I, I want to make sure to to recognize um, uh, my great staff because they really are the ones that. Um, that do an incredible job, um, and we have some some key players that just find really fun, creative ways of um, uh, you know integrating this approach into into the fabric of who we are as an agency, and uh, mm-hmm. they 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 definitely deserve uh, the recognition for for the work that they do, and and certainly our families. Absolutely. Well, can you can you make a point uh, since I'm not there in Ohio to do it myself? Of- of sending my um, my love and how impressed I am with all you're doing and and um, uh, and what they're doing and uh, I love I love hearing every last bit of what you've been talking about today and I'm I'm so excited um, on their behalf and on behalf of uh, of uh, all the people looking for answers in foster care, hopefully some of whom will find us today. And um, I'm, I'm especially thrilled on behalf of the children who mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. receiving this and, and have have that um, better chance of, of overcoming the adversity they had in their lives. And, you know, I know... I know we've all, Catherine and I, have all worked um, with kids with different levels of adversity, and and um, somehow the kids who have, you know, suffered abuse and wound up in foster care uh, are so uh, deeply in my heart and mm-hmm. uh, so impressed by your solidness, Brian. I'm so impressed by... Uh, Knowing you over the years, how much you, um, how much love and and uh, purpose and meaning you bring to this endeavor. Oh, well, thanks, Howie. And let me just say, I I want to to say I I appreciate the the love and concern that you do have for the kids. And I I was touched when I was in Tucson. Uh, it's probably been two years ago now. Uh, to you know, for my renewal, um, when you started talking about the kids in foster care and and you um you were in tears uh talking about them and it was just pouring out of your heart how um how deeply you, you really do care about them and um it 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 touched me and I I on behalf of them um let me say thank you and I appreciate it so much thank you thank what's next for you Brian What's next for me? Yep, I I heard you just kind of announce so many different intentions about, you know, what this was sparking for you. Sure. What's next for you? Well, you know, I um I was in even in preparing to to have the chance to talk with you today. I was thinking about uh, you know, reflecting what we're doing as an agency and uh where we've come from and and um I thought, you know, it I'm really excited to come back to um our group and just say let's let's talk about 
how to go to the next step, you know, how to, um, uh, you know, how to notch things up to, to the next level. Um, and so I'm not sure exactly what that looks like. I know that, um, uh, I know that, you know, um, I'm excited to, to have that conversation. I do mm-hmm. think that it's time. Um, it's just one of those things that becomes hard to do. You get so involved with the day-to-day things that you have to do um, that it becomes hard to devote the the energy and focus to, um, you know, to the to looking at the data. And yeah. um, but I, I think that's probably the biggest area that that it's time for us to to do is to um, especially in the realm of foster care is to look mm-hmm. at, really clearly at what results we're seeing and compare those to to other things, you know, to mm-hmm. other programs. Well, right. uh, what, the beauty of that, Brian, and maybe this will, um, you know, put a little wind under your wings, because um, I know you care about the data, and I know um, uh, the data could could find its way to, and, and you would be one of those people who, I would see being a great shepherd of that uh, mm-hmm. information, the, the, the relevance of it in this particular moment in time is, is are so many municipalities are struggling financially and, and so many are, are struggling maybe emotionally because of the, you know, these, so many of these kids wind up in dire straits. Um, wouldn't it be so different? If if you could, if it turned out you had the data to support sharing, um, that there's a different way that mm-hmm. you know, be of a great surprise to you to find out that you know only 20% of your kids age poorly, and mm-hmm. and and you know that would be life changing to other places mm-hmm. who, yeah. you know, I think you would have an audience of people who are receptive to what you have to share if that's, you know, what you found out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, and you've certainly, um, uh, you know, encouraged me and inspired me to um, to look at that. So I'm, I'm actually excited about, um, uh, about giving that some focus. Mm-hmm. It does awesome. remind me how, we, like some of our other um, guests that we've had in the past, that there is this, this thing that you've, created that you stepped into and that you're magnifying so beautifully well at your agency that could be replicated, you know, statewide, national level of what you're doing there. So, you know, be open to that possibility because, you know, what you're doing is beyond magnificent in terms of how you've taken this and infused it into every fiber of your agency and beyond. So thank you so much for that intention and, again, what you're doing for these kids and families. Oh, well, you're welcome. And can if I can, real quickly, I'll share one thing, though, because th- this is um, – Regardless of the data results, um, there, there's an interaction I had um, several years ago with um, a group of families that um, where we kind of talked about this, and I, we were talking, trying to um, do a fun way of educating on the nurtured heart approach, and I created a game, and um, I said, <clears throat> you know, they didn't know the rules to the game; they had to figure out what the rules were, and and uh for one person we we taught them the rules through traditional ways of interacting 
And with another person, another uh, parent who came into the room, we taught using the nurtured heart approach, and we timed it. How long would it take for them to learn the results or, you know, to learn the rules of the game? Well, they, the, the, it actually took longer for using the nurtured heart approach. In this instance, it took longer for them to, this one person, to, to learn the rules. And there was a, a, a foster father up front. Um, I love him to death. And he just laughed, and he said, ha, 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 it didn't work. And I said, well, you're correct. It, it took longer. But let's talk to the two folks who who participated to find out what it was like for them. And so I, mm-hmm. you know, I talked to the one person, you know, who had been told everything that they were doing wrong and, um, and I said, how did it feel? And it was, well, I wanted to quit. I, um, I, right now, even though I know this is a game, I really don't like any of you. Um, and it just went on and on and on, you know, there's, just, you know, and, and the person who had been coached using the nurtured heart approach said, well, how do you feel? I feel encouraged. I feel, you know, and listed a number of things. And I said, so who in the end, who really did win? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you can, you can, have some great external result, but if you go away feeling defeated and um, no sense of, of you know, um, anything positive about yourself, did you really win? Um, right. And so. What a great, great, great story. I hope that makes it to one of your newsletters. And, and man, would we love to have you blog that one. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? The, that's exactly parallel to what we want for schools to uh, in, um, encourage in, is mm. is that um, is that upside of the equation that love for you know it's not the test results it's 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 the you know it's coming out on the uh, um, at the end of the experiment with a uh, positive attitude and absolutely and, uh, yeah. So Howie, yeah, that's probably a good place to end, huh? We have what to wrap you? it up. I want to thank the listeners today for commitment to Nurture Heart Approach and for determination to heal hearts through growing inner wealth. Our December podcast is going to be on Nurture Heart Approach and fatherhood, so we can look forward to that. Thank you so much, Brian, for spending some of your Sunday with us today and for your inspirational work for those who are involved in foster care. And until then, you all, we need to wrap it up until next month. Have a great evening. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thanks, Thank Brian. Thanks, so Howie. Thank you so much, Catherine. What a delight to have you, Brian. What a uh, what thanks, a, um, what a wonderful gift your work is, and what a great conversation. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks, hey. guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Any stories shared in this broadcast are amalgams of experiences based on the use of the Nurtured Heart Approach by our hosts and our guests and are not based on any particular person, child, or adult.